Fine, so here we are after much debate. We're finally hitting the record button. Uh, again. Yeah, again. I must have like both, started both and stopped this. Hitting, yeah, both for the hitting of the record button as well as actually getting around to even being anywhere close to the record button. I know. So like this holiday season, I mean, more so than the, the previous two we've done for this, um, I was way busier. And what time I did have to deal with ships, it was spent trying to play it. And we'll talk about some of the stuff trying to grind out and get done. Um, you know, it was just hard to keep up. And uh, maybe it's just kind of where we are in our personal lives and all the stuff we had going on. Plus, there's a clan battle season that straddled the holiday. And you know what? Yeah. To be honest, uh, did did previous ones straddle the holidays? Maybe? I don't I don't, I don't so. even remember. So, I don't think so. No, but not... I- a good idea, right? Can we get for a- those of us who have like families and have like other like responsible like I want to say almost adult responsibilities? It's not a good idea. No, there's there's holiday travel. There's time to be spent with family and friends uh, that just gets in the way of being able to play, you know, clan battles. I'm you know, even- I can sort of get the logic right. For a lot of people, they're probably like, "Hey, it's a big vacation time. They might have." you know, a larger amount of time to play and participate and stuff like that, you know? So, but I, I go back to a couple uh, of years ago, a stat they gave us, which was the average age is 38. That means families, not kids coming home for, for the holidays. I, right? I was just about to point that out. Yeah. Like the, 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 yeah, the main audience of this game are, you know, kids who just are on winter break. No, you know, adults, people with families, people who have, who have to travel and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's it's confusing. It yeah, bad. and and you don't want to go to your second job in warship sometimes, right? So yeah. I know we were going to put it later, but let's talk about uh, a little bit of the grindy missions because I, I am just at the tail end of getting the Friedrich for free, right? Um, I'm yeah. in the 4 million credits six times phase, and it ends – does it end Sunday or does it end uh, with the patch changeover? I can't remember. I think it's the patch changeover, but do, but don't quote me on it. Either way, you you are in. Yeah, a lot of people I think are, are currently hitting a brick wall with that. Uh, oh, jeez. I mean, it's, it is. It's tough. That's a lot of games. Um, you know, like the U.S. line. Yeah. That's not hard. Um, if you're playing a specific line in clan battles, you also get a bunch of credits for that, right? So that's not hard. So on one night, like tonight, I did the Pan-Asian line, right? Playing Yang. I was through it before I was done with clan battles for the evening. So so that's a plus. But, jeez, man, some of those trying to get there, uh, you really had to work for that. And I was almost not going to make it. So I was a little disappointed. And then on top of that, you got to have that ship to even do the campaign, right? So now we've got yep. the campaign stacked. On top of these missions, and I never finished the British destroyer one. I don't think. What was what was the what was the output of the British destroyer one? I don't. What, the, the final prize. The penultimate prize was getting enough guineas to buy a Cossack for free. Oh right, yeah. So I totally didn't get that, and I think because I was like, ah, you know, if I really end up wanting that, I'll just buy the Delta and 
and get those. But with this one, there's like a free ship on the line. So I feel like I have to do it. I mean, for me, it's just it's just too much of a grind. You're not uh, going to do it? I mean, I'm going to try. I'm going to try, but it's just like 4 million credits. I mean, I, I've got a plan in my head. You know, I'm going to maybe, you know, pop like a day or two of premium and then I'm going to throw up like all my economy flags, right? Just, you know, the the, 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 the special, like the super special ones, maybe like find like a camera or two that, you know, boosts uh, credit income and just hope that, you know, I can get it done in a few games. Uh, but it's just... Well, how close are you? I'm I'm on the same phase that you are at, oh, okay. but I don't have any of the nations done yet. Like the one that that's closest, I guess, is the U.S. Where I am, Missouri four yes. times, baby. <laughs> yeah, right? Missouri four times, yeah, that kind of thing. But you know, it's just some of these other ones I'm dreading because you need six of them, right? So it's like I have a bunch of USA ships, yeah, right. You know, no problem. Japanese ships again, like, and a lot of this also depend on like premiums, right? So like U.S. Like you said, four Missouri games, boom done you know the trump wagon prints money and it's just <laughs> a bunch of money and that's like a free gimmick oh man and like for japan like the musashi income isn't as great as the missouri you but know what it's is? still a high tier premium the right? key like, the key have, prints some yeah money. you also have the key you also have the asashio you know so you have you have some selection there and then like it, but once you get to like the russians like you have stalingrad which you know again like nothing prints money like the trump wagon but you know high tier premiums pretty damn good there uh, but uh, Germany, you have obviously the Turpets and the Eugen, and I, I think I think very quickly you have the Eugen camel for that, right? So I do, like I do. Extra ten percent credits, uh, yep. but I, I I don't think the Eugen is just that much of a creditor. It's even not. With the it's not. Yeah. So you know that's kind of rough, and then you get into like the other nations, like UK. You, oh. Yeah, there's there's Cossack oh. and there's Vanguard, but it's like Cossack. I mean, I'm not the much of a destroyer is... player. The hood is not very good, and the Vanguard just, it's, you know, I, I have to admit, I was wrong about the Vanguard. I thought I would be okay with a Tier 8 War Spike, but the the Vanguard just does not deliver. It just doesn't deliver. I'm so glad uh, I didn't buy it, honestly. That's one I don't regret. Only, <laughs> yeah, the only reason I got it was because they gave me like a 30% off coupon. but uh, And I'm, I won't go so far as to say that I hate the ship. But it's just, it's just, it just does not deliver. It just doesn't do it for me. Like, I, I really thought that, you know, if they just bumped the worst bite up to like a tier A, give it like, you know, tier A trimmings that, you know, I'd be okay with it. Turns out, no, not so much. A tier A 15 inch guns really, really doesn't quite hack it anymore. Oh, uh, you know, what, what's that? Once like you get past 380s or what is it, 380s? 15 inch, yeah, the 380s. So, so, I mean, you've got, that's, that's a, a funny point, right? What else has 380s? Tier ten French. Uh, Turpin. <laughs> uh, the Burgoyne, right? The Burgonia, yeah, has yeah, twelve, you know, fifteen inch guns. Yeah. It's uh, just like, uh yeah. Not... And just but you know, but you know, I mean ultimately at the end of the day, at least UK has a couple, you know, tier eight premiums. And then you get into ships like in you know, like the Pan Asian line or the French line. The French only have, I think, Gascon and La Terrible. That that like terrible terrible destroyer that nobody likes. You know, you only have that you always see in ranked. <laughs> yeah, you only have you know uh, low yang for Pan Asia. It's just like and like the Italy lines available. There's a Polish line. Like these lines, I just can't ever see myself grinding 
like the Polish line. There's only the Biscovica. There's no way I'm gonna play the Biscovica like a billion times to grind up four million credits on it. I know, I know. And then on top of that, like like gosh, I know I know we get sidetracked. Like I'm I'm in a circle of doom right now. Um and I'm not really complaining. It's just like ah, you know, we want more, 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 more content. Now we got more, 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 and we can't quite quite get to it all. Um which is good, I guess, right? In one of the videos, actually, uh, one of the dudes was saying, hey, we want to make sure you got enough content that you'd never see your family again. If you want to see them, bring them into the game or something to that effect, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. It was like, oh, geez, you're not kidding, man. You are not kidding. So I'm not complaining yeah. about that. It's just like, holy crap. Um, but I will say, did you finish all your Snowflake missions yet? Because those also end with this uh, up- upcoming patch cycle, right? Uh, I haven't yet, actually. I still have, I think, like three tier 10 ships I need to knock off. And I think the vast majority of my tier nines, I haven't done either yet. And like, to say nothing of my tier eights. So, uh, so I would I'm say, I would say make sure you, this is the one gripe I do have about that, which is you get 200 steel for tier eight premiums. Come on, man. Yep. That, that smells funny, right? Um, so so I don't. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty blatant in what they're trying to do there, but you know, the, at the end of the day, you know, it's not surprising to me that they promote that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and it just so happens, it's... right? You and I both went through a phase of like I must have all the premiums, right? And uh-huh. at the time that happened, it was a lot of tier eight. So hey, <laughs> finally pays off a little bit. Yeah, I guess. I mean... If you want to Burgoyne. I think I think it's perfectly appropriate that, you know, for, for those of us who have splurged on this game in the past, that we still are able to reap active benefits off yeah. of our, you know, our ships. So I, I'm not, I can't, I don't, I'm not going to complain about that. I'm honestly. not griping. Uh, well, yeah. I was a little bit. I think the opposite view of that perspective is here's a reward for you spending money on the game, right? You could look at it that way, too. So, I think that's, so that's I that. think that's the view that you know wargaming took, and honestly, I, I I'm of the opinion that if you take any view other than that, you're just almost like being a grumpy, uh, being, just, yeah, being grumpy, just being just you know you're, you're not whatever whatever art you're about to make whatever art you're about to make, <laughs> you're just not making it in good faith. Ah, uh, all right. Well, yeah, I think that's probably probably fair. Ah, uh, geez. So <laughs> so to digress a little bit. Like we're mm-hmm. all right. So back to the so we had the British DD event, which was cool, which was an yep. increase ish kind of thing over how the French line was released. So there's kind of like a you can kind of see a cycle of growth there, right? So French line, you kind of get some of the tech tree line ships, the British event, the stupid currencies, all sorts of weird currencies. I've got currencies right now, I have no idea what they're ever gonna be used for, right? So uh, you know. You got that. I did not finish that one, so I did not get the tier eight destroyer. And you know, honestly, I don't think I miss it, right? Uh, um, yeah. I did mean, you get we, it? We've talked about this. Yeah, I have actually. I did actually earn the ship. Yes. Uh, and it's it's not. It's actually not a bad ship. It's not a bad ship. Uh, no, it's good. It's 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 a bit of a beast uh, with its like eight guns at you know fucking tier eight. Uh, but, uh, for the most part, like, you know, we've talked about this before, like the Cossack doesn't offer an experience that I feel like, oh man, I, I'm really missing out by not having the ship, you know? And I mean, I might be kind of weird cause I'm not a big DD player, but it's just like, you know, 
it's you can you can get the like the like ninety percent of the caustic experience playing like the Haida or just playing like, you know, the the tier seven British DD, Tech Tree DD. Yeah. It plays the same. There's there's nothing particularly new or innovative about the Cossack. It's just a solid tier eight destroyer. Well, so so with the campaigns and, and they added a campaign that is specific to a ship, right? Um, which I thought was a little odd. Um, I, did it have a sunset period on it? Did it have a time limit on it? The uh, Friedrich campaign, do you yeah. remember? Yeah, it's going to go away, I think, with the patch whatever. Is it? Yeah. They, 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 did, they did this the previous years, too, I believe, uh, with like the Graf Spee and uh, whatever else. What they the did, but you had, they gave away. you had a whole other cycle, though, to get those. Right, it didn't. Uh, it wasn't so compressed where you felt I, like, oh god, I got to do it, it was, right now, right now. No, and every year it has always been compressed in the sense that you, in that if you wanted to earn it for free, earning it for free would take you a period of time where it left you very little time to then complete like the sort of the bonus mission that you can only unlock with the free ship. And they have always then offered like you know you can buy access to that ship and therefore gain access to that campaign earlier if you pay. That has always been a practice uh, for for wargaming here. Yeah, but the campaign never ended at the same time as the the end of earning the ship, did it? I don't think it did, man. Uh, no, there's always been like one week's difference. Like, but you always this had like one an extra is, week. This one is not the case. It ends at the same time. It ends in five days, right? So, well, then I I clearly have a lot of work ahead of me. Uh, yeah, especially when you look at some of those, and it's like. Oh, 15k base XP. Like, okay, if that's only step two, like, holy, ah, jeez. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try hard. I got a four-day weekend, right? So, so I'm going to have to pound I, it out just like, gosh, dang, man. I mean, I'm I'm going to I'm going to try to reach for getting the free ship, but after that, like the 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 campaign that you unlock with the Prince Itel Friedrich, like it gives a bunch of free tier 6s and like a free like camo at the end of it. Honestly, I don't give a crap. You know, I don't need a Hasuharo. I don't need what what are these other ships that they're giving out? Like I don't need these tier 6 ships. So, once I get the Friedrich I mean, I'll, I'll do what missions that I can to earn what earn what free stuff I can, but it's just I'm not gonna go out of my way to to unlock, you know, get 100% completion on some of the stuff. It's just whatever. Who cares? Well, I mean, yeah. Well, some of it gets you. Well, they get you like the camos for them, right? So you get that part, which is. Kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's kind of nice. And, you know? and I mean, it's, it's a, yeah, it's it's they're they're mm-hmm. decent rewards. You know, like I'm not saying that the you know, these are awful and that you shouldn't be trying to get them. It's just I can live without it. I can live without yeah. a New Year's camo for my Normandy. I can live without a New Year's camo for the Dallas. You know, well, so things that... the the one I regret not getting because I just had too much real life stuff going on was the "Don't Tread on Me" for the Worcester. Like I I still regret that. Um, if they offer it again, I'll probably buy it. Like it just, uh, I really regret oh, not getting that. That, that, that super tacky sharks yep. and eagles camo thing. No, not the sharks and eagle. Well, did I have that? No. So the one that says don't tread on me on the side for the Worcester. Uh, I think both of them have that, like both the eagle and the eagle Do and they? the shark camos are the ones where, yeah, there's don't tread on me on the sides, which 
I mean, I really regret not getting those. Well, hopefully at some point in the future to make it available. I, I, I'm sure they'll make it maybe available in 2019. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm sure they will. It'll be hilarious. So, um, yeah. eh, I don't know. So, you know what ship we didn't get, even though you got the Frederick and they've announced, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. So we have battleships and the British. Alaska. What? What? What'd you say? I couldn't, Alaska? I couldn't hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Where is it? Where, yeah, where, is, where it? is it? Where, what? What? Why are you asking me? This done fucked up and, 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 you know, why I, I place the Alaska's, you know, are my inability to purchase Alaska at your feet, bro. You, That's, hey, look, it was the earthquake, are, man. It was the earthquake. It was the earthquake. It it slowed down building. I I don't know, man. Uh, gosh. And you know, there's still the hole in the the, yeah. the arsenal shop. And it's like, eh, what's gonna fill that steel slot? I mean, there are a bunch right. of guesses out there, right? So. Yep. Yeah. But for real, where is the Alaska? Where it's like you. stuck in development hell. Like we we first heard about the Alaska, I think, all the way back in fucking June. It's been half a year now. That is a long time, huh? And it is still not fucking here. Here's what. Wait, so what is the, the fuck is the tier nine rank season coming up on patch eight? I don't think it is. Right, it's after that. Uh, I think it is because it's in the developer bulletin for patch eight point Oh yeah, what was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, maybe it'll be out for that. Wouldn't that be awesome if it came out for that? But I didn't see. Wait, is the Kronstadt going away in patch eight? Yep. Kronstadt and yeah. Sashi are both going away. So were they going to replace the Kronstadt with something? What was next in the hopper? Uh, the Alaska. Because we they have already confirmed uh, that the Alaska will be purchasable for 1 million free XP. Right. So... But I haven't seen an announcement saying it's coming in patch 8.0. That they have not. But announced normally that, they no. do those at the same time. And they, right? Usually, or it'll be on the next uh, patch. It'll be it'll be three weeks from now. Well, right? you got to remember that we only have developer bulletin for patch 8.0. We don't have patch notes for 8.0. And usually they well, announce it has that the, the ships are coming in the patch notes. Well, they have the round two. Uh, uh, gosh, you know, public test notes up yeah so there's that again not patch notes yeah yeah fine whatever what a bah humbug if i'm bah humbug is because i had my christmas ruin when i logged on and did not find alaska purchasable in the client yeah that's which that's again is your fault that it is, is it is my fault your fault i i take full responsibility for that um i don't know how damn well you out. should I should hey. I should probably tweeted something like that. I don't know. Uh, gosh. Uh, so, so with all of that being said, and the tier nine, gosh, we're jumping around all sorts of crazy tonight. Um, the rank sprint stuff. I know you did it once, but I've done every single one so far on on two different accounts, and I've got to say, I knocked the last one out in less than three hours in it with a with a div mate which to be honest i think is about right you know like okay that's great i'll hop in knock it out in that I, i'm sure that's not what they intend tier six also sucks um 
I don't know if I would say tier six sucks. It's just well, it's I mean, outside of our comfort zone, right? Like we don't usually play tier six. We play we swim around in the waters of tier eight, nine. I played and 10. Mutu. I played a crap load of Mutu. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, played the crap out of that ship. Um, also played a lot of War Spite. Also hilarious. Um, War Spite's a good ship. Yeah, so is the Mutu. When they're like, "What do you mean you've got torps, dude? Where have you been?" <laughs> where have you been they're like what's a mutsu it's hilarious but uh what i will say is i do miss a little bit the rewards from the old structure you know what i mean the rewards this time are just kind of like eh. and now i'm just doing it because i have to like there's some some switch in my brain that says nope you've done all of them you've got to do this one too and uh what so, did they give out for the rewards for the sprint? I don't know. A bunch of coal. I think the last thing I saw was a bunch of coal. I mean, um, that's I could, what they gave out last time, too. Yeah, so for all the sprints, I mean. I'm talking about the old, like, style, long season. You know what I mean? So, well, odds are this next rank season is going to you know scratch that itch for you, pal. You think? Yeah. I'm not sure. I, well, hold on, hold on. Let's not, let's not get crazy, right? I'm not saying I want that kind of itch to be scratched. Right? Okay. <laughs> so let's not misrepresent that a little bit. Hold okay, let's not jump geez. the gun. Oh, you know, it's one of those things like you you have this old, like back in the day, you got this old job and, you know, it really sucked at the time, but you remember it with like the nostalgia because you remember, you know, your right. perspective. Rose on, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. And that's exactly how I'm looking at that. I'm like, oh, man, remember when those rewards were good and. You know, you've had a couple rank, rank sprints, a little they gone. You, know, you got ships, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, those were the days. That's when stuff was hard and we had a good time. And uh, I'm sure I would suck start my pistol if we went back to that again. But we'll see. We'll see. Right. I mean, that's let's again, let's that's largely like a product of us, like just toning down our time on ships. Right. Like. I don't know about you, but I have scaled back my time on this game considerably. And so uh, while I did not rank out the rank sprints as much as you did, like I could appreciate them for what they were. And they were, you know, they were quick, they were fast. You know, if you had a division mate, obviously it went by in a blur, you know, and even if you didn't, like for players of our skill caliber, they, they, you know, it was like a weekend project at most, if not like just like a day, like a day trip, you know. Um, obviously the rewards are, are equally weak as a, as a result, but you know, it's a, it's a fun activity, especially if you have like the div mate to run it through with. Like it's, it's just, it's just an afternoon of sealed clubbing fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I think the real benefit there is for them to look at it and say, Hey, divisions in and ranked and kind of get some data on it. And I'll tell you when I was in a division this last rank season, hundred <laughs> percent win rate, it was kind of ridiculous. Um, so I don't know if that bodes well for the future of that, but I guess we'll see. Um, I guess it is what it is on that. It just, uh, I mean, you have to remember that, you know, odds are whoever you did with was also probably around your skill caliber and just in a format in a small format, like six V six. And in and, and this population, putting two Unicom level players together on a team who are also probably in voice comms. It's just overwhelmingly powerful, right? It's just, it's just, it's it's it's, a, it's an even greater percentage of the team than the three divisions in your standard twelve v twelve, right? Because normally, if you have three people in your div in a twelve v twelve, 
that's one quarter of the team that's, you know, in comms with you. But, you know, when you're two out of six, that's a third of your team's firepower now, you know, working together and just, you know, blowing things away. Not There's having a destroyer thing. YOLO, right? Classic. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't changed. It's, it's, destroyer it's, players. It's just, come on. Come on, right. people. Get it together. It's, Go to the Naval it's Academy. Just, get it together. I think it would just be interesting to to see what data that Wargaming has collected from the total population because not everyone's like us, right? Like you get you get potato divisions, and I want to see like what their data says about that, and you know ultimately what that might you know sort of entail in the future. You know, carriers with no AA ships—that's kind of obnoxious. Um, trying to think what else I saw. Gosh, it, I didn't see anything too crazy. And, you know, the skew of classes didn't get out of whack. You know, I did see one game where it was all cruisers. I did see one game where it was all destroyers and one battleship, you know, but that was not the norm. But speaking of right. matchmaker and and the matchmaker in, in um, rank battles worked out pretty well, right? You just got to have equal divs. So that was okay. But the matchmaker and randoms that's supposed to be Bill from low tier to high tier apparently does not look like it has any impact. Now that's anecdotal and only my random battle sample size, but come on, man, it's, it's, it looks like no change. So well, either I clarify, missed it. <laughs> just to clarify, so now we're not, we're not spreading misinformation. It's actually, they changed to work the other way around that matchmaker will try to fill with higher tiers first before then dipping into the lower uh, tier. I don't think that's true. Out. I think it was trying to fill from low to high. Nope, so there would be no, less high no. tiers. That's you can, exactly you can you can go back to the announcement and they will they spelled out there very clearly that for the games like it's like it Google it. Google it. Oh, uh, but uh yeah whatever the intended effect is it's I mean I'm I I mean I'm sure it's a thing, but it just has not had the effect that I think Wargaming had hoped for. And, you know, Tier 8s are still finding themselves in a lot of games of Tier 10s. Uh, and I think some people had also hoped that, you know, Arms Race being a Tier 9 and 10 only mode would, you know, was going to get introduced to siphon off some of the excess Tier 10 people, are, you know, in population. But now that's only being limited to rank battles, it's kind of like, okay, well, then clearly that's not quite going to work out there either. So Wargaming clearly still has a lot of work set out ahead of them if they want to you know, fix this matchmaking issue. You know, when I look it up, it, it goes back to the 7.4 one. I still got to have to, I'm going to have to find it, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm going to have to look at that. I'm pretty sure that is, I want to say you're wrong, but I can't prove that you're wrong, and I have no idea, and I could totally be out of my mind in that one. So now let's just settle for the fact that Wargaming said they were going to try to fix Matchmaker, and we can both agree that Matchmaker is indeed, in fact, not fixed. Yeah, so so I will say I've, I've perceived no change in my matchmaking experience. <laughs> so, Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. It's just like, ah, jeez, come on, man. Um, so it... It's all right. I mean, the population looks relatively stable. It doesn't look to me as if it's going up or down. I've seen a bunch of new faces kind of stuff. Um, other than that, though, it's much, much the same. Uh, just there's a lot more of the, you know, mission, daily missions, the, the events, 
you get the ship specific events you've got the way they're releasing ships right now um so there's a lot of that stuff one thing we forgot to mention is ranked with arms race man yep oh that's the thing kill me kill me now i i just it's gonna lead to more like if it were possible to to reload torps quicker at the beginning of the match and just teleport them to the enemy destroyer i'm pretty sure that's what this is going to result in like it just if you were Uh. possible to die before two minutes and 20 seconds they will find a way because we're chasing stupid circles on the map. We already can't get people to make the, you know, kind of pseudo right decision. Now we're just going to be doing crazy rando stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, also just in general, just the idea of introducing like the sort of like RNG element to it. Like unless every single circle circles and give the exact same buff, like, what happens when like one team gets like a faster reload or whatever and like the other team 30 percent heal for destroyers <laughs> yeah another team gets you know like plus 20 percent AA power it's like okay well we're clearly on the back foot then so it's just like i'm not quite sure if this is what they need to spice up ranked necessarily the other uh, problem was is honestly that- if they want to spice up rank like they i feel like they already sort of have a good idea what they need to do they need to basically do what they do for rank sprint Let's bring divisions, you know? Yeah. Like, the main frustration of this game, and, and, and it's exacerbated and ranked, is that we have zero way of reliably, you know, sort of communicating with teammates and, like, getting them to actually do or listen to us. Hey, you know? don't forget in-game chat, man. When that <laughs> DD runs out there and yellows into the fucking cap circle and dies right off the bat, you know, it's like, I can't control that. I can't say, hey... Don't fucking do that, you know. And but they do, and they and they they die, and it's just like it's so refreshing. It's just, it's just beyond my ability to to just stomach now. You know, it's just, you know, I'm already sort of like you know checking out of the game, and the idea of having to sit through ranked with you know people just fucking things up. It's just I can't stomach it. I can't even fathom it. And just with the just thinking about it, you know, just gives me a headache. Yeah, it's one thing if you gamble and you're wrong, right? It's one thing if, like, hey, the enemy gets a vote, right? Sometimes it just doesn't work out. Sometimes people land great shots, right? It's the, ah, well, it's just a game. I'm just trying to get my game in because it counts or whatever. Maybe you'll carry me. I'm just going to drive straight, not really do anything, and I'll see you later. Uh, I'm going straight out to port attitude. It's more the attitude than it is the, the, like, somebody dying to something, to, like, a good... Right? right. Sometimes shots right. land. That, right. It's just it's the attitude really that gets me. Yeah, there's that, and then there's the other attitude of you know, like when you tell them, like, "Hey, DD, don't go to that cap right now because they have fucking radar," but then they don't listen. They don't listen. They're like, "Oh, who are you to tell me what to do?" Or you know, or like that. You know, they they think they know best, even though they have like a forty two percent win rate. It's just like, are you stat shaming? You know, I, I am definitely win rate <laughs> I am most certainly win rate shaming. And it's just like, yeah, I get it that, you know, win rate isn't like a catch-all. You know, it's not like 100%, you know, proof 
of, you know, how good you are as a player, but let's fucking face it. It's a pretty damn good indicator. It's a uh, pretty damn yeah. good indicator. And more importantly, it's it's probably one of the better indicators that we as the public have access to. You know? Uh, um, yeah. I I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on the guy or the girl who just logs in once in a while and likes to play ships and something like that, just doesn't know or whatever, but they still kind of care and want to have fun. I get that, right? That's what randoms are for. That is not what ranked is for. Don't show up to rank with some some crazy shit, right? Don't show up in a Ganevni. <laughs> just like, please, please don't do that. If you're the only destroyer in queue, get out of your Ganevni, get in something else. Like, just, just stop it. So, pretty much. <laughs> pretty yeah. fucking much. It's Woo. just. Yeah, yeah, arms race. And you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm, we've been wrong before, right? We were talking about a little yeah, bit before absolutely. the show. Like, absolutely. maybe arms race will fix part of that. Hey, you may have died, but now I've got a, you know, a 50% reload buff, like whatever, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, the other I mean, part we with obviously arms... have yet to see the exact details of what this boat is, you know, so hopefully, yeah, you know, Wargaming has thought about that and has done, has done something to mitigate that. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But right now at the top of our head, on top of my head, you know, I'm not terribly uh, excited by the prospect of more RNG added to a what is ostensibly a competitive mode. Yeah, uh, the one thing I want from it, uh, when I hope they they make sure that's in there is I want to be able to see clear indicators of what buffs the enemy ships have, right? Because so much of the play is 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 doing your homework, right? Knowing what the enemy ship has, knowing how long their radar is and now i know i've got x window to get or whatever right but now if i don't know that hey this ship maybe i wouldn't choose to try and finish it but it's got a heal buff right or something like that where you know you change your prioritization of targets based on buffs too um how much that would actually impact the team in a rando kind of construct which it is i i don't know but i would just like to have the indicator Hopefully, I think that's a great idea, and I hope that Wargaming has thought of it already and it's already in the client. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, then. <laughs> Woo! All right, so, uh, let's see. Talked about daily missions, matchmaker. Oh, the DD pen thing. Have you noticed a difference, and has it has it really affected quality of life from either side? I bet for destroyers, I, I know at least in the clan battle stuff, you're like, Ah, whatever battleship, suck it, you know, unless you're in a Haraguma or a cab. But, uh, you know, so it definitely has made a difference there. But, uh, so as battleship, like, I just, I, I, I feel like the last episode, but it's just battleships in general, I feel like play, I have to play more passive than ever before. And like this, this just push battleships even further out. Uh, just because, yeah, if you get jumped by a destroyer, unless you've got like a, you know, like a Worcester right next to you, like, you know, and or or unless the DD is already on low health, like, you, you know, you can no longer just outright blap them to death uh, if they get too close. So, battleship wise, I'm just playing more cautiously than before. As a DD player, though, like, sometimes, yeah, uh, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm just like, oh, huh, this battleship's shooting at me. He's going to do like That's know, cute. A, a one or 2k damage at most. He just wastes his shot, basically. Yeah, um, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, 
when I'm in um, a battleship, I don't even bother unless I think I can influence the DD fight. You know, whereas before I was like, ah, you know, I can get this guy. Now it's like, eh, I'm not going to waste the shot unless it's really going to have an impact on, you know, somebody else fighting him right now. So, you know, uh, there's that. Maybe. I mean, I, I personally, I, I'm still shooting DDs. And for what it's worth, like I have also noticed that since the change that, that, that generally speaking, people are still are shooting DDs a lot. Uh, but it's just there's just they're just so fucking important like in battle like the spotting and like everything like they're so important that um, i was just not gonna give up a chance to to shoot at a dd even if i know that yeah all my shots are gonna you know over pen uh you know just cross my fingers and hope that you know more than just like one or two of them connect uh because if they do then you know you're still looking at a pretty decent chunk of damage actually for for most battleships that are dealing you know like a thousand plus per shell you land three of them, you're looking at almost 4K damage on most EDs. Or from, like, most battleships. Well, so speaking of that, when Tier 9 ranked, right? I expect to see, like, 9 Fletchers in a 12-ship match, right? Do you think 6-on-6 at Tier 9 is gonna... I mean, that's almost like jousting at that point, right? Tier 9, 6-on-6, gonna be pretty interesting. We've, I don't think we, yeah, I think usually drink battles in the past have always been seven on seven. It's been on a variety of tiers, but I think this is the first time we've had like a rank battles in tier nine. So that certainly will be very, very interesting. And at, at low numbers, like, uh, you know, six on six. Yeah. It's Oof. Musashi, uh, Kron. I don't know. Fletcher's for sure. Very strong ship choices. Lots uh, of Fletcher's, so. man. Uh, screw Fletcher's, man. It'd really be a lot of Chung Moos. You think? Yeah. Deep no. water torps plus radar on a basically a Fletcher hull with the, you know, Fletcher guns. Yeah. You think? Uh, I think you're going to find out that you're going to be in a match with four destroyers aside and good luck with your deep water torpedoes. I mean, that's why I point out the Fletcher guns. I mean, unless one of those nine... Are you know like a Russian DD or like a Japanese like the, uh, the the Akizuki successor? Like odds are, whatever DDs that you run into, you're gonna, just gonna gun down you know, in a flurry of shots. So yeah, I'm fine with that, man. Fucking, you want to put me in a Chengmu and like a four destroyer on each side match? Bring it, I say. Oh, I don't know. I so Missouri. That's always that's got to be a good choice, right? Yeah. Bring a radar and battleship. That's got to be pretty sweet. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how it works out. We yeah. shall see. So what else we got here? Did you buy a lot of Christmas boxes this year? Because I know I think I, I only bought, got like five, maybe. I bought one pack of five, and it was a super disappointing pack of five. Uh, and I think, generally speaking, largely the community pooling's results agree. The Christmas boxes this year have not been as generous as they have been in previous years, it feels like. Well, you know, so. I didn't buy enough this year to, to really know myself. So I got to take people's words for it. It's just when I was looking at like, well, I can buy them. Well, what am I going to get out of them that I don't already have that really matters to me? Right. Um, and the answer is not a whole the, lot. The big thing this year was that is that Chris, the boxes could contain ships that are normally only available for freak speed. Like the Missouri, the Kronstadt and Misashi were all in there this year. That in previous Got years him. we never didn't have or, you know, weren't in a thing. But, uh, I mean, 
yeah, uh, that's that's another thing for us, right? It's the ships that we do want, we already have, and what's left, we really don't really care much for. I mean, I think the only two ships that I would have been like super pumped or even just you know remotely excited about getting were getting a Kronstadt out of the box or a Gascon out of the box. And yeah. the Gascon only because, you know, I could then play it for 200 steel for a snowflake. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I played it. You know, it's an odd, it's an odd ship. I, I kind of liked it, but you don't have, you don't have the, the Kronstadt, huh? Why is that? I have not purchased a Kronstadt yet. Yeah. Are you going to? Uh, I'm thinking about it and I'm still, still trying to get like people's impressions of it. Like some people say it's pretty great. Cause you know, if you, if, like the, if, despite only being 12 inches, like the, they have such velocity that when they do connect, you can even pen battleship, you know, battleships at relatively long ranges, you know, like doing that sounds incredibly fun. But on the other hand, I also hear from a lot of people that, you know, it's accuracy is super spotty. Like it's just very hit or miss sometimes. And it's just, and the other big thing for me is just, you know, that sort of like large cruiser gameplay, like just already to Moskva and I also have the Stalingrad. Do I really, really, really need a Kronstadt? And the Alaska's uh, about to occupy that that space yeah, too, and, right? And we know the Alaska's coming, we know the Azuma's coming. Like, do I really, really need to spend, you know, seven hundred fifty K free XP on, you know, yet another large cruiser which if I'm going to be honest, like, you know, up until now, I've never really felt the need or desire to play, you know, like I, I have, I have yet to go like, Oh man, you know, what's missing from my world warships experience, Verm? A Kronstadt. Nope. <laughs> no such, no such epiphanies, you know, no such epiphanies. You know, while we were sitting here chatting about it, you know, and kind of looking at what occupies that space and stuff, I just flipped to, you know, with the mod, the extended tech tree of the U S and, and you know, yeah. It is really filled out, man. Looking at it, like they're all, uh, they have really filled out the U.S. tech tree. I I just was kind of struck by it when I when I see it all together like that, right? You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's almost half it's, of its uh, premiums, though. Like what? What the frick, dude? <laughs> like almost half uh, the tree is premium. I'm looking at it right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 14, 15, 16, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. There's 30 plus premiums for the U.S. line. Think about that for uh, a second. That's a lot, man. I mean, you know, we're we're talking about, you know, I mean, given the time period of that this game takes place in, I think it's only appropriate. I well, think the, I think the number anything, is appropriate, just like, Hey man, that's a lot of premium ships. And I mean, if you looked at my port, like, you know, looking at like tier seven and above, I basically have all of them too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hey, you got an NC in Alabama, freaking Massachusetts, right? Like, I don't know. It's and just... I mean, we're not done either, right? Like, do you get the I West mean... Virginia? There, I have not gotten to West Virginia because um, it's like tier six and all. And just the idea of playing like a stock Colorado is just not something that yeah, I think that's I PTSD, would dude. For. PTSD. I mean, that's they, like they, that's like pre Colorado fix. 
Right. I mean, that's, I mean, we, we obviously play the car back before it was like, you know, you know, made better, but it's just, again, like 33 bucks to replay the stock Colorado, even after they fixed it, you know, you'd have to pay me to, to play a premium version of, of the top hole Colorado right now. Like if they came out with like another, like Colorado clone and it was like the top level and it was like, you know, tier seven premium, they'd have to pay me to, to, for me to play that shit. Like it's the Colorado is just not, generally speaking a fun ship right well speak of taking it way back to like that kind of that kind of old school stuff you know i asked you before the show but like one of the things i i remember we spent a lot of time talking about from way way back and kind of a reflection on previous stuff is do you miss or have you even thought about invisible invisifier without smoke for no i have not and I remember thinking like, oh, gosh, you know, can't believe they're doing this. And now it's like it was never there, to be honest. I don't miss it at all. Uh, honestly, Except I, I don't play the Bliss it. anymore. I, I mean, was never against it, I don't think. I'd have to go back and, and record. But you have to recall my roots are as a Battleship player. And so Battleships could never really do that. So removing self-firing was only like a boon for me back in the day. And, it was. I think our our, our issue was, I think, hey, you shouldn't have implemented it in the game first. And now that you have, there's lots of third and fourth order effects to do okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right? That's, that, that I can see, yes. Yeah, that's. so I think that was the crux of, you know, what we really kind of thought about it. I just, you know, it was weird. The, the other day somebody brought up the Bliss and I looked at it in my port and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember when people used to play this, but nobody plays it anymore, ever. I don't think I've seen one in battle since then <laughs> like it just i don't know so yeah it's i don't a miss very, it very very rare sight these days for sure so yeah so there's that you know just kind of a, a look back at something that they've changed that i don't miss i think the next one that's going to be a lot like that is going to be the carriers right so when they implement this new cv change with their little world of war planes first person shooter in the game and we don't have map control it's going to be, I, I think my frustration is going to be a lot like the destroyer players now, which is, Hey man, the things that carriers used to be able to do for you, which is put a, put a, a fighter squadron or an empty bomber squadron over a destroyer and camp it so that it can't do stuff to you to buy you some time. So you can go do something else or so that you can fix it and finish it. Um, that is not going to happen. Those guys or gals who are playing carrier are going to be like, F your spotting. I could care less because now I'm in first-person shooter mode, right? I don't have anything else I can go do. I mean, this is this is what happens, right? I mean, We'll see how it works of, out. Think of, think of all the people who always complain ceaselessly about carriers. Always like, carrier this, carrier that. Well, I mean, you're getting, you're getting your wish fulfilled now, right? This is, this is what you wanted. You know, this is this is how things. This is the way the cookie crumbles. Yep, I'm I'm gonna predict. You're still gonna see deletions. You're gonna see more frustration with the hey, what are you doing for the team, not just yourself right now, right? And I think in a year I, from now we will have forgotten like, how carriers used to be. I mean, like I said before, I mean the carrier we work is. It's 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 gonna get panned. It's gonna get panned hard because nobody is gonna be happy. 
you know, the carrier players like me, like, we're not happy because we were actually kind of fine with the RTS gameplay. It was a very interesting, very different break from the usual zoomed-in first-person gameplay that the rest of the World Worships plays, like, used to. I mean, if you really boil things down, right, like, playing most DDs, cruisers, and battleships, they're all pretty much boils down to the same thing, right? You just, you aim, you click, and you see, and, you know, if you when you're too far ahead or you're too far back, adjust and click again until the enemy ship sinks. And carriers were sort of like this interesting, sort of like different, radically different gameplay. I mean, when I say radically, it's not even that radically different uh, sort of gameplay, uh, you know, from, from the other structure. So it was like this, almost like a, like a mini game, right? Like, you know, like a game within a game kind of thing. And people complained, Wargaming listened, and so here we are. But the thing is, like a lot of the complaints about carriers you know, weren't necessarily that, oh, the RTS is like, is like weird, or even though Wargaming claims that that's the case, but I don't, I'm not sure that I trust the methodology when they ask that question, but, you know, they're, you know, for DDs, it was, oh, we don't like being spotted all the time, we don't like being, you know, just instantly wiped out by torpedo bombers all the time, you know, battleships sort of had the same complaints, uh, cruisers, up until they added AP bombs, you know, like, you know, their, their, their main complaint was a lot of the AA cruisers are also paradoxically incredibly vulnerable to AB bombers, which, you know, like, you know, deleting the ones <laughs> yeah, off the field. Know. What you know, the that hell, was, man? That was, you know, absolutely hilarious as a CB player, but, you know, there there were legitimate complaints there, right? Well, guess what? Now with the rework, you know, you're going to have the old CD players, you know, going like, this This is just not very engaging. It's not very, there's no depth to it. And, like, it's, it's a joke, right? Because, like, when they added it, they're like, oh, this is going to open up a billion new possibilities. There's going to add all sorts of gameplay depth to the carriers. Well, guess what? Since that announcement, Wargaming has, dis- has discovered that there is so much depth and complexity to the gameplay that they've had to remove half of the fucking carriers from the game to fit it all in. You know, <laughs> so it's like that. That puts it. That puts that lie to rest very quickly, right? Like, okay, that's clearly not completely true. Uh, we lose, you know, we lose, you know, our ability to spot in multiple places at, at the same time, and obviously our alpha strike has been okay. That's fine, but you know, it, 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 these are things that you've taken them away, and in and in return, what what do, we, what do we really get, right? What do we get? If you're a DD player, right? And you're like, you know, at a critical juncture at the, at the map, you know, like, oh, you need to be in position X to do Y, otherwise your team loses. You know, generally speaking, you need to cap a cap, right? When it comes down to those crucial moments, like, guess what? The carrier is still going to send his planes out there to spot you when in those crucial moments, you know? So in those crucial I moments, mean, you're still going to get spotted. Is he? Yeah. If 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 I, I know, know that the difference between my team winning and losing is my is spotting and sinking and killing an enemy destroyer before he gets a cap, I'm gonna send my planes there. I'm gonna fucking do it because the alternative is losing, and you know no one likes to lose. So in those critical moments, DDs are still gonna get spotted. Battleships are no longer gonna get like one shot by like twelve torpedoes, but. They're instead you're just gonna get fucking harassed down over time. Is that like literally worn down? You know, because you know, the planes come in three at a time, three at a time. So it's either you literally burn for like you know however long, and like smart carrier players, they're gonna bomb battleships, set them on fire, or like put them on flooding, and then just keep an eye out for DCP. And as soon as DCP is popped, they're gonna you know count down from ten or you know. 20 if it's like a U.S. battleship, and then as soon as it runs out, they're going to come back, and they're going to set them on fire or flood them again. 
So yeah, congratulations. You know, instead of dying, you know, minutes into the match, you're now gonna die like an ex. You're gonna live an extra two minutes, and that those two minutes are gonna be filled with you trying to fight off a carrier. So enjoy that, I guess, right? And so fundamentally, these complaints, like I just, I just don't know if Wargaming really knows what they're doing. And like I know they address it in, like in the video that they released over it, but I'm still convinced. That this rework, this entire rework, is largely just motivated by a desire to capture console players. Because we know they're coming out with the worship, World of Worships for console, and consoles and RTS just do not play well with each other. Yeah. So, I mean, what better way from Wargaming's point of view to kill two birds with one stone by saying, we're going to rework the CVs to this, to this you know, stupid arcade mode, and it also happened to also work for our console players? That's and quite the I, conspiracy theory. I- and and I think that they've crunched the numbers. They've, Wargaming has crunched the numbers, and they know that whatever players we lose over this rework, whether they're CD players or like their DD players and receiving and the things, it's going to be offset by the number of players they're going to bring on board by releasing the game on consoles. And the math is out. They've they weighed the pros and cons, and they've made a decision. And just and you know, and they just, they they even went through the the shirt the charade of saying, oh. You know, we're going to release this for tests and we're going to collect feedback, and, you know, and, and, you know, they came back literally two weeks later. And remember, remember, this is the same company. This is the same company that took like over a year to, quote unquote, collect data before they finally realized that, you know, remember way back in the day that the U.S. carriers and, and IGN carriers, carriers were way out of whack. Yeah. Like, you know, the Hakuryu was the only tier 10 carrier you ever saw because it was straight up better than Midway. This is the same company that took a year to collect that data. This is the same company that takes its sweet time collecting data before, you know, making changes to other ship lines. Easy. Uh, easy yeah. And, and easy. within a month, <laughs> and within a month, they had collected enough feedback to reach the conclusion that the carrier rework was a positive thing. Everybody wanted it. We're going to go ahead with it. Like, what a fucking joke. What a fucking joke. Anyone who believes that, seriously, anyone who believes that, I've got a bridge to sell you. <laughs> Wow. All right. That's you're recharged from your vacation. That is for sure. I think you just blew it all right there, though. Now now you're just going to be all down for the rest of the year. I've had a long time. Like, like, I've had a long time to let it sink in. You know, so it's just like, hey, well, you'll see it next week, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So maybe. Oh, gosh, it'll be interesting. Um, Very yeah, gosh. Whew. Carriers. I need some carriers. whiskey. Yeah, carriers. Carriers, <laughs> carriers Pro. Speaking of carriers, we got British CVs, which I, yep. I'm i less excited about, right? I, I was like, oh, you know, the British carrier line, that's going to be interesting. But my perspective is only on the, you know, the old style of play. So I, I, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. It, so let's focus more. Let's focus more on the Russian battleships. Oh boy, yeah. I mean the Russian space monsters. I I don't I don't even know what to say about these. Like, it just. Uh, I you know, do we even want to really talk about Russian battleships? Like I just. Uh, uh, if you know, if only to like make jokes because it's just like you know we we have long joked that oh you know does Russian bias blah 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 blah. When the Russian battleships come, they're going to blow everyone else out of the water. And, well, you know, it's, you know, it's not untrue. Here it is not are. untrue. Here they come. Here they come. Get ready. Yeah, Get gosh, ready. I just, 
I I mean, if the Stalingrad is anything to go by, right? I mean, well, think I think mean, about if, the impact if, of the Stalingrad. If the entire if the if the patterns that they have taken with the Russian ships so far as any indication, yeah, the Russian battleships are going to be beasts, right? Think yeah. about it. Think about it. The original Russian DD line doesn't right? fit on the map. <laughs> you know, like cruisers, and their cruisers at tier ten were basically battle cruisers. So, what does that what does that mean for their battleship line? Their battleships are going to be what, like, you know, super battle stars. Uh, you know, it's just uh, I can't I can't wait to see what they do for the Russian battleships. Like, I cannot wait to see. The Stalingrad uh, is so good. It forces Henry players to take IFHE. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of impact it has on the game. Uh, I mean yes and no. I mean it's. I mean yeah. I guess ultimately yeah. You're ultimately right, and it's it's sort of it's sort of funny because I remember a lot of when when the season began, a lot of people were saying how like oh the Stalingrad is eventually going to get phased out. You know, once you face off against people who actually know what they're doing, but. As it turns out, yeah, Stalingrad might actually be a lot better than we give it credit for because it stuck around. And it has. Because, and because it's so, like, you, you can almost be sure that, you know, if a clan can feel the Stalingrad, they're going to feel the Stalingrad. You know, yeah, they're going to take one. The, they're, uh, yeah, it has sort of, you know, become like a like a sure bet. So, yeah, Henry taking IFH. Although, to be, to be fair, I mean, there's, there's really not much else for Henry to really take. It's like what 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 else are you honestly really gonna take? Fire prevention? I mean, yeah, it's a valid thing, but it's just like IFH also allows you to. I mean, Henry is usually so far away that it's not. It's RPF is sort of like you know not. It's just you're so true, far true. away. You're so like out on the edges of the map that your RPF is not as useful as say on a DD or like well, on a cruiser that needs to get close, like a Minotaur or a Des Moines. Sometimes I find that, you know, if your team's not right, well, it's a whole different discussion about clan battles and kind yeah. of the current meta, but, you know, um, a lot of Henry's are rocking the, the not concealment build, right? So, so there's a little bit to be said about that. Um, and, and it's useful in some of those circumstances, but yeah, mostly now it's double Henry, go find the Stalingrad, rain on it with IFHE until it goes away. Right or yeah. Stalingrad an- anchors one side, battleship anchors the other, and God help a cruiser that shows up in the middle or you know shows a flank. Right, um, pretty much, pretty much. So pretty standard. You know, if this is if this is the Stalingrad, what in the world is going to be you know the battleships? Right? Yeah, it's going to have. What missiles. are they going to be? It's going to have it's missiles. Gonna have, <laughs> it's going to have rail guns. It's going to have missiles. It's going to have the most HP of any ship in the game. It's going to be unsuitable. It's going to be, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see, because because for what it's worth, you know, and and jokes about Russian bias aside, hey, they'll be out before the Alaska. God fuck! All your fault. For <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. I don't know that, but, but you know, if they if they if their pattern falls anything like they have done with Russian ships in the past, it's going to be insanely strong in some fields, but it's also going to be insanely weak in some. Right? Like the Moscow is the perfect post child. Right? Got a ton of HP. It's got a ton of armor. It's got great guns, but it has you can spot it from half the map away, and if you can get any hint of its broadside, like it just gives up citadels. And so it's gonna be interesting to see what direction they take the Russian battleships. I'm guessing a lot like the same, right? So, but it's yeah, so, so funny. Like, hey, 
hey, we don't want nose in long range play and camping at the back and stuff like that. So we're going to build a whole nation's worth of ships like that. <laughs> like, just think about that for a second, maybe. man. It's just, maybe. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's what yeah, it does, it's... right? Nose in way at the back in safety with the lasers. Yeah. I mean, well, well, again, we'll have to wait and see, right? Like, you know, if it's, can its deck armor be penned by, you know, HE and stuff like that? There's a lot of questions there. I mean, I know they announced that they didn't want to, they didn't want to make moves on that, but we still haven't heard any more details from them about that. So, yeah, uh, that's something that actually I would really like for them to freaking, you know, bring out sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Boxes, missions. Oh, yeah. So. You remember they're they're talking about putting in in the developer bulletin for 8.0 the uh, plan like supply line mission stuff. So you remember that right. one time? I don't know if you were around when we did it, um, but they had that website that had that kind of head to head thing and you would get in-game rewards eventually where so like you play X amount of ships. It has like a little criteria of these ships and those ships. And it takes like your team's top three wins of the person, your clan on that. And like the top total points and the winner at that head to head thing, kind of, and they got a reward. Right. So I don't know if you, you remember that or not, but we had to go to like some Russian website and log in and all sorts of weird crap. But now they're putting that into the game. So you know, maybe it'll be interesting. Maybe it won't. You know, I, I think there'll be a lot of people that kind of appreciate that that mode um, or at least, you know, something that the clan uh, can do. So I don't know, something new and interesting a little bit that that's relatively low work, I think. Yeah, it would be interesting. And I, and I hope they sort of expand a bit on that because sort of as a clan, like outside of clan battles, like you just people just sort of play, right? Like there's very little other clan oriented activities in the well, game. Well, with that, it's not based on you have to do it right now during this window. There'll be like a whole window and you just play normally, you know, but, you know, your whatever three top ones count or something like that. At least that's the way the website used to work. I, I don't know specifically for this, but... It, it's not going to be one of those, I don't think, hey, get your clan together and do it only during this, like, four hours or something, you know? Well, the point is, just, like, more activities for clans to sort of, you know, rally around and do together, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, it's Just, okay. like, you know, because we all earn oils on our own, right? Like, based on containers and stuff like that. And uh, outside of that, it's just... Uh, oh, give me one second. Alrighty then. Sounds like somebody wants to join as a guest caster. <laughs> I'm back. Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries, man. Alrighty. So so yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Uh I'm all for it if it if it works out. So I am I mean the the, the other thing to keep in mind too is like for a lot of clans, like the bill of oil is so slow, right? Like you almost don't notice it at this point, right? Because it's just like you can't really do much about it. It's just Whatever rate you collect containers, and most players are collecting, you know, at most three containers a day, you know, it's just like whatever. So giving giving clans an activity to, to just say like, hey, let's let's you know just do this, and you know, it, it, it hopefully you know it's not like terribly out of the way, and for them to also earn oil towards like some of these facilities, like yeah, it's it's definitely a, like a welcome thing. 
Yeah, I could see that. And I kind of like the little revamp of the the structures and the the clan stuff anyway, where you can spend your oil to to get more steel. Looks like that's steel's going to be a thing going forward. Speaking of steel, I can't believe I didn't spend one of my ship coupons the you know when it rolled over, so I'm one behind. Oh, get wrecked. Oh, yeah, god. You know, although looking at it, there was I was like, uh, oh, these I really want, you know, I don't know. Not so much, um, but yeah, it was it was not it was very unfortunate. So I blew mine on sale. Yeah, I should have done something like that, but I didn't because I forgot and I got sidetracked and all that kind of crap. So yeah, confessions, confessions. Um, yep. All right, so I guess really the last thing to cover is. What do we want to see in this next year? What's going to make this game... What's going to make us still be here this time? You know, 365 days from now, right? Uh, I know I got two things on my mind that would definitely make me stick around. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, so I'm all I'll, ears. So I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off, right? Uh, the first one, and this is something that I think, you know, I think a lot of people will agree with me. We have the Iowa. We have the Missouri. There's still the New Jersey, and there's still the Wisconsin. Now, I think a lot of people will agree with me in saying that the Massachusetts is a ton of fun. Like, watching those secondaries pop off is a ton of fun. I think you can see where I'm going from here. Yeah, yeah. Bring us to New Jersey or to Wisconsin and basically make it the Massachusetts, but at Tier 9 on the Iowa Hall. So, Tier 9, secondary build, American Battleship. (laughs) All right. That's what I want to see. That's That's, what I want to see. That's glass cannon, baby. That's a real glass cannon. Uh, yeah, I guess, sort of, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it, Iowa's, yeah, probably not as, you know, as super tanky as, you know, some of the, some of the, like, you know, the standard types, but I just want a secondary spec Iowa so I can run around and just gun down for that. Um, that I think would be a ton of fun. And I would, I would be willing to blow like a million free XP or whatever it is to purchase such a ship. That's my number. That's that's my first thing. The second thing I would like to see: the Alaska citizenship, the the Guam, at tier ten. Oh yeah, okay. With a certain number you, of improvements. You should have told me that before the show. Now I gotta think of a new uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's all but, right. It's all but good. Yeah, but but I mean the the I don't I'm not, I'm not sure what they could do really cuz cuz you know these ships were actually built so their specs you know are sort of you know the, the ink's dried on the paper you know what I mean yeah but from what I was like obviously I haven't played it myself but just from watching other people play like other CCs play it the difference in the performance of the gun between the Alaska and even the Kronstadt so like let's let's not even compare it to Stalingrad which is a tier whole tier higher but compared to just Kronstadt's guns the Alaska's guns just, just seem incredibly anemic. Like they don't have this even remotely the same amount of pen. You know, their their the rate of fire is roughly the same. Like I'm I'm all like you know, aside from accuracy, which I think most people, like from what I've seen at least, again, you know, seem to agree that Alaska is more accurate than Kronstadt. Besides accuracy, like in terms of gun performance, like is there any reason at all whatsoever to take Alaska over say Kronstadt? Uh, I don't really think so. That's a great question. So, yeah, so I would like to see like a Guam where you know, you know, tier ten radar, maybe like an improved heel or something, you know, and and you know, just something to give it like that extra oomph that you know 
that these large cruisers aren't being given for some reason, you know? So that, that is my second thing that would keep me hooked on for 2019. Okay. I would like to see not a cross server selection where they tried to implement and it didn't work. I want to see a unified clan battle server system. Everybody in the world, same clan battle pool. That is ambitious. That is ambitious. But, you know, if you're going to go, go big, right? Go big or go home. And I think for me, like, the coup de grace right there, unified global matchmaking for clan battles. Truly. Right now, you can only look at point comparisons, and that's based on their own uh, progress on their own server, right. but a unified right. point system, right? I, and and we didn't even get the where I can select to go to another server and play on that server for a certain amount of time, right? Um, yep. So I don't know. I don't know. Possibilities. Possibilities. I think it could be awesome to just you would almost never see the same team twice, right? Wouldn't that be awesome? Now, that of course, be- they would have the windows, but I think the windows, like, for me, I know why they do the windows, right? They're trying to get more people into the same window to facilitate the matchmaking and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think you with you whole world, you could broaden the window, but maybe the population doesn't support, maybe not, but a man can dream, right? I mean, it doesn't even have to be anything particularly convoluted, right? Each server could, or each region can continue to have their windows. And it's just that if you're around and you and you are online while another region has windows open, you can then jump into that matchmaker for that region during their open window, right? Yeah, without having to select like 24 hours previous to be like yeah. transported to that, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, you know, you just log on and it'll tell you like, hey, you know, you, you, you say you log on early in the U.S., right? It's like you log on and it's like, hey, you know, the window for European bat- clan battles is still open. And for the next two hours, whenever – if you click clan battles, you will get thrown into the queue with anyone else who, you know, around the world who's in the queue at the time, you know? And just, yep. you know, once, once the European window closes, you can then wait until the U.S. window opens or whatever other region windows opens before, you know, before you log off. Just automatically, right. yeah, that'd be awesome. Just automatically, that that would be pretty great. That way, each region, you know, you you, you keep the benefits of knowing that okay, during the prime t- the window of my region, people from my region will be there to play. But you know, you know, just off chance you might get you know a team from another region. You know, and, and I feel like yeah, it could it, it would really diversify sort of the, the, the who you see and just it also be really cool just to see like some cross-pollination between servers about what's good and what's not you know uh, like you mentioned earlier you know in the on here at least in the US at least you know Stalingrads are a very common site and in order to combat Stalingrads Henry's are a common site I don't know if that's true in Asia or not I don't know if that's true in Europe or not or Russia or wherever else but it'd be cool to like butt heads with each region and see you know you know, hey, you know, who's got the better solution out there? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I think it'd be awesome, man. So that's that's what I got. So you know? Uh so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that, you know, this that they that they add cool shit moving forward, you know. Uh it's uh, I, I guess the last thing for me that I'd like to see is 
hey, we're still doing this more. in a year, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're still around. So, you know, here's hoping to that too. Yeah, here's hoping to that too. God willing. Yeah, with that, uh, that's all I got, man. Same here. Same here. All right, dude. I will catch you before you melt down and stroke out with carriers. So I'll catch you soon. Hopefully, hopefully.